and enjoys that honey with the leadership of Indra. <coughs> so, if Vasu is what one becomes, so then Vasu is to be meditated upon and the meditator becomes Vasu, naturally Vasu cannot be the one who meditates. <coughs> so this is how, in case of Chandogya Upanishad Madhuvidya. In other case also, Agnif Padaha, Vayuf Padaha, Aditya Padaha, Dishaf Padaha. There, Akasha is Brahma, having four quarters, Agni, Vayu, Aditya and quarters. All these are devatas. So all these four devatas are the four quarters of Brahman, of the nature of Akasha. So this is Agni, Vayu, Aditya, they cannot be the meditators because they are meditated upon. <coughs> Vayurvava Samvargaha He Gautama Vayu indeed is a place of merger. So Vayu is a devata to be meditated upon. Aditya Brahmedi Adeshaha This is the Upadesha instruction that Aditya is Brahma. So here Agni, Vayu, Aditya, Dishaha all of these are the devatas which are the objects of meditation. Naturally those very devatas cannot meditate upon themselves. Then also Rushis, Tatha Imo Eva Gautam Bharadvajav, Ayam Eva Gautamaha, Ayam Bharadvajah. So Saptarshis, who are there on this chamas of the nature of our head, on this chamas of the head, there are the Saptarshis. <coughs> so Shiras Chamasa Tirastheshu, on this chamas, on the tira, on the corners or the edges which are located, these seven Rushis are there and they are to be meditated upon. Naturally, rishis themselves cannot be the meditators. Thus, this passage shows that devatas, rishis are not qualified but to perform those meditations, those vidyas, and therefore, they do not have dhikar in Brahma Vidya also. <coughs> this was the argument in the first sutra. Kutasya devadhyanam anadhikaraha What's the further reason why you say that the devatas do not have adhikara for meditation, for Brahma Vidya? Jyotishi Bhavacha. Who are these devatas? Who is Aditya, for example? Who is Agni? Aditya is nothing but a sphere of light. Jyotishi Bhavacha. We find that the words denoting devatas as Aditya, Agni, they are Chandra. All these words which denote the devatas are used to in the sense of the spheres of light. So sun also is a sphere of light, moon also is a sphere of light, fire also is light. <coughs> so this is how we find the occurrence of these words in denoting the spheres of light. Yadidam jyotir mandalam yusthanam ahuratra vyam babramat jagat avhasayadi This sphere of light which shines in the sky which rotates, revolves day and night, and which illumines the whole universe. Tasmin Aditya Devata Vachana Shabdaha So we find that the word Aditya, when people refer to sun, Aditya, when they refer to moon, you know, Chandrama, when they refer to Vayu, what do they refer to? In case of sun and moon and fire, they refer to nothing but just lights. And so, body of light, a spherical body of light is called sun, <coughs> another spherical body of light is called moon, another body of light is called fire. 
లోక ప్రసిద్ధే వాక్యశేష ప్రసిద్ధేశ దిస్ ఇస్ హౌ ఇట్ ఈస్ వెల్ నోన్ ఇన్ ది ఇన్ దర్ డే టు డే లైఫ్ యాజ్ వెల్ యాజ్ దిస్ ఇస్ వాట్ ఈస్ సేడ్ ఇన్ ది శృతి ఆల్సో ఇన్ దిస్ వెరీ మధు విద్య ఆదిత్య పురస్తాత్ ఉదేత పశ్చాత్ అస్తమేత మధు విద్య సేడ్ sun will rise in the east will set in the west and so forth <coughs> so what rises in the east when the shruti says the sun will rise in the east what does the shruti mean what rises in the east is nothing but the sphere of light what sets in the west also is the sphere of light that means shruti also uses the word aditya in the sense of a sphere of light so people also use what aditya in the sense of a sphere of light and so does the shruti <coughs> న చ జ్యోతిర్మండలస్యదయాదినా విగ్రహేణ చేతనతయా అస్తిత్వాదినా వా యోగ అవగంతు శక్యతే అండ్ ఫార్ పర్ఫార్మింగ్ మెడిటేషన్ యూ మస్ట్ హెవ్ సమ్ బేసిక్ క్వాలిఫికేషన్ నంబర్ వన్ యూ మస్ట్ హెవ్ బాడీ యూ మస్ట్ హెవ్ ప్లేస్ లైక్ హార్ట్ విచ్ ఆర్ ది ఫోకస్ ఆఫ్ ఆర్ విచ్ ఆర్ లోకస్ ఆఫ్ మెడిటేషన్ కాన్సన్ట్రేషన్ చేతనత యూ మస్ట్ బి కాన్షియస్ బీయింగ్ అసెన్షన్ బీయింగ్ అస్తిత్వం మీనింగ్ దట్ యూ మస్ట్ బి డిజైర్ ఆఫ్ ది desires of the results of this meditation so these are the basic qualifications of the part of the one who meditates <coughs> but then this fears of light achetanat mrudadivat achetanatva avagamad what we find is that like clairs that are insentient so also this sun and moon all of these are insentient <coughs> so they don't have a body so న విగ్రహవాన్ దేవ కశ్చిదస్తి దేస్ నో దేవత హూ పజెస్ ఇస్ అ బాడీ దిస్ ఇస్ ది మీమాంస కావ్యూ దేవతాస్ డో నాట్ హ్యావ్ విగ్రహ దే డో నాట్ హ్యావ్ బాడీ దే డోంట్ హ్యావ్ లింగ్స్ దే జస్ట్ దే ఆర్ ఆఫ్ ద నే మంత్రాత్మక సో దేవత ఇస్ నేచర్ ఆఫ్ మంత్ర దట్స్ ఆల్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఎన అజ్ఞాదయ వ్యాఖ్యాత so when you show here how aditya is not qualified to perform meditation because aditya means nothing but a sphere of light and that sphere of light doesn't have a body etc similarly the same rule also applies to agni and other devatas also why you may not be a sphere of light but then why is is nothing but body of air and such varuna may be just body of water so that being the case all of these devatas refer to the names refer to entities that are inert that are elements of nature so these insentient entities which do not have a form or a shape or a body they cannot be qualified to perform meditation <coughs> now continue on page 267 sri ratnabrahma siddhanti shankate సో అర్లియర్ సెట్ అగ్ని వాయు భూమి ఇత్యాది శబ్దానాం అచేతనత్వ వాచిత్వేన ఇత్యర్థ సో వెన్ వి యూజ్ ద వర్డ్ అగ్ని ఈవెన్ ద శ్రుతి ఆల్సో యూజ్ ద వర్డ్ అగ్ని అండ్ వాయు అండ్ భూమి దిస్ వర్డ్స్ ఓన్లీ రిఫర్ టు ఇన్సెన్షన్ ఎంటిటీస్ సో వెన్ ఇట్ ఇస్ సేట్ దాట్ దేవతాస్ ఆర్ ఓన్ ఇన్సెన్షన్ దే డోంట్ హ్యావ్ అ బాడీ ఎట్సెట్రా దాట్ ఈస్ ద ఆర్గ్యుమెంట్ ఫర్ డిస్క్వాలిఫైంగ్ దేవతాస్ for this brahma vidya 
we are not so much concerned as to whether devatas are qualified to perform the meditations. We are mainly concerned in showing how devatas also have qualification for Brahma Vidya. Now, as far as the Mimamsaka is concerned, if they, are, they do not look upon Brahma Vidya as of a different category as compared to the other Madhu Vidya, they are all meditations. For Mimamsakas, Vidya means meditation. Brahma Vidya also means meditation upon Brahma. So therefore, they are all being meditations upon some so-called devatas. Therefore, if one is not qualified to perform one kind of meditation, the same rule applies to other cases also. And that's how they look upon all vidyas of the same class, which Vedantin does not. Vedantin looks upon Brahma Vidya is of a different nature. Because Brahma is Nirgunam, is a very self. And so, number one. And number two, that it is not right that devatas do not have a form, they do not have a body. So these two arguments are there. So, Siddhanti Shankate, Syadeta Dityadina. So, in the Bhashya, the fourth line is said, Syadeta <coughs> Well, so this also is there. What is there? Mantra, Arthavada, Itihasa, Purana, Lokebhya, Devadinam, Vigrahavatvade, Avagamad, Ayam, Adoshaha, Iti. Look at it this way. Syadeyadada. Mantra, Arthavada, these are all parts of the Veda. Mantra also is Samhita, part of the Veda. Arthavada. Arthavada also is nothing but either praising or condemning which serves the purpose of a vidhi, it is called a corroborative statement, a statement that corroborates something, namely vidhi or injunction. So, arthavada is a statement or a passage that corroborates the vidhi or injunction. <coughs> Itihasa. Itihasa are those mantras or passages in the Vedas which describe the, the anecdotes. So, Itihasa. Purana are those passages which talk about the mythological, you know, mystical things, mythological <coughs> uh, events. Lokebhya, loka means our common experience. So from all of this, now Siddhanta says that mantra, arthavada, itihasa, purana, as well as in itihasa, purana also can be taken to be itihasa like Mahabharata and purana like Vishnu Purana, that also is okay. In all of this, in all spiritual literature, Shruti, Shruti and Purana, as well as Loka means in our day-to-day life. Devadinam Vigrahavatvadi Abhagamad. We find that when Vedas talk about Devatas and then Puranas and Ityasas talk about Devatas, when people also talk about Devatas, Vigrahavatvadi Abhagamad, it is taken for granted that the Devatas are entities possessing personalities. So when we talk of Indra, when we talk of Agni, when we talk of Varuna or Kubera, we talk of them as persons, as in entities, individuals, conscious beings, possessed of supernatural powers and living in heaven and places like that. <coughs> so Devadhyanam Vigrahavatvadi Avagamat. Avagamat, this is what we find. 
when you study even the Veda, there are also passages talk about Devatas and Puranas and Itihasas and people. <coughs> Therefore, I am Adoshaha. Your argument that Devatas do not have a vigraha or a body, that that particular uh, position does not apply here. Because we find that Devatas do have a body. Devatas do have body. <coughs> For example, the Tika says, Vajrahastha Purandaraha. So, Vajrahastha Purandaraha Indra. Vajrahastha Purandaraha. Indra has Vajra or a thunderbolt in his hand. So, he is a hand. He cannot have, he cannot be holding the thunderbolt unless he has the hand. So, Vajrahastha, that means Indra has hands, you know. <coughs> Pashastha Varunaha, you know. So, Varuna is said to be Pashastha, means has Pasha. So, has this rope in his hand, you know. <coughs> this is Yamam, Dandahastha Yamaha. Yama also has a Danda in his hand. So, thus, we, this is what is commonly known. Vedas, Puranas, Ityasas in our household, that Yama will come riding on his buffalo or whatever, you know, and then he will have a danda. So, he will have scepter in his hand, ready to punish anybody. So, like Yama is described as having danda, Indra is described as having vajra, and then hastaha, all of these are described as having those different weapons in their hands. That makes it very clear that this devutas have hands, means other limbs also must be there. <coughs> so, vajrahastaf parandrahityadeva mantraha, this is a mantra. Then, sa arodid. Then this rudra wept. So, this is called arthavada. Whether rudra wept or not, the point is that when rudra saw in a rudrayaga, that the Rajmana was giving Dakshina of silver. Then he wept. What does it mean? You should not give silver as Dakshina. You should give gold as Dakshina. That's what it means. So, this was sort of, you know, uh, criticizing the giving of Dakshina, silver as Dakshina. <coughs> but Sah Arodit, he wept. Now, who can weep? One who has mouth and, you know, the personality alone can weep, you know. Clay cannot weep. An incense and entity cannot weep. Ittyad arthavada ishtan bhogani o deva dashchente yajnibhavitaha iti itihasa in Bhagavad Gita. Ishtan bhogani o deva dashchente yajnibhavitaha yajnibhavitaha deva ishtan bhogani o dashchente the devatas who are satisfied by your propitiation will grant you your desirable results, desirable objects. So whatever you want. So if you please the Devadas, then they will please you in turn. And they will grant you the objects that you desire. Now this granting the objects, being pleased, and granting, doing the favor. So you please the Devadas, and they in turn will do favor, favor to you. Now clay cannot be pleased, and clay cannot display favor also. So, for being pleased and for displaying favor, it must be a sentient entity. Te truptas tarpayantiram sarvakama phaleshvai iti. That's a Purana. Te truptaha eram tarpayanti. 
te devaha truptaha. Those devatas who are thus contented by the worship of this person. Shubhai sarakāmphalai enam tarpayanti. Then those devatas or trupta themselves contented, satisfied, will also satisfy this person with all desirable objects. Shubhai with all auspicious objects. <coughs> Ityadi itihasa puranani. So this is ityasa purana veda. <coughs> Even in our day-to-day life also. Lokebi yamam dandhastam likhanti. When a painter paints Yama, then he shows Yama as having a scepter in his hand. Indram Vajrahastam. When anybody draws Indra, then they draw Indra having Vajra. Then what about Ganesha and Narayana and Rudra and all of them? Idi Vigrahadi Panchaka Sadbhavat. So these five things must be there for to be a devata. So devatas are said to have these five kinds of qualifications or five kinds of characteristics. Five characteristics are there. So vigrahadi panchakasadbhavat anadikara dosha nasti. Look, look at the next page. Vigraho havisham bhogaha aishwaryam cha prasannata phalapradana mityedat panchakam vigrahadikam. This five, Vigraha means body, Havisham Bhogaha, enjoying the, the, enjoying the material that has been offered as oblations. So Havisham Bhogaha, enjoying oblations, that's what devatas do. That, that, these are the five qualifications of devatas. One is that they have Vigraha body, Havisham Bhogaha, they enjoy the material, Dravya that is offered into the fire. Aishwaryam. They possess also some supernatural powers. And thus they have the capability of, of favoring the devotees. So somebody pleases you, but if you don't have any power, then you can't return the favor. So people do a lot of things for us. We do nothing, you know. So when the time comes, I am sorry, you know, because you can't do anything. If Devata also does that, then it's not Devata. So Aishwarya must be there, the power must be there. <coughs> Prasannata. Also, Devata becomes pleased. Otherwise, what's the point? You keep on doing something that doesn't get pleased. There are some people who you can't please, that's all. Others spend the whole of their life and this fellow is just in, you know, is totally unresponsive, you know, no response at all. Then it won't work. You keep on offering, you know, this oblation of devatas and nothing happens to the devatana prasannata. Suppose it's prasanna, then what? Still our work is not done. So, phala pradhanam. And favoring the devotee with phala or with the result. These five characteristics are there in devatas. Itya iti etat panchakam vigrahadikam. This is called vigrahadi panchakam. These five characteristics beginning from vigraha of the body. <coughs> so here, when the Tikakara quoted, he quotes all of this. Iti vigrahadi panchaka sadbhavat. So vajrahastha purandara. What does it mean? He is vigraha. 
Sah Arodit. He wept. <coughs> what does it mean? So, well, there also is Vigraha. Then, Istan Bhogani Vodeva Dasyante Yajnabhavita. So, Yajnabhavita Devaha. Devutas were propitiated by Yajna. <coughs> what does it mean? Is what? Havisham Bhogaha. So, Devutas, so Yajnabhavita. Devutas were propitiated by Yajna. Yajna means offering, pouring the oblation to fire. So they enjoy that. So, Havisham Bhoga. Then what? Dasyante. They will also grant you your desired results. That is what? Phalapradhanam. <coughs> dasyante. Then what? So, Istan Bhoga and Dasyante. They will grant you the objects or the pleasures that are desired by you. That means they have the capability. That the power to give you that. So, Aishwari also is there. <coughs> Te truptaha, those who are themselves satisfied, so prasannata is there. So, this vigraha, havisham, bhogaha, aishwaryam, prasannata, phalapradhanam. So, how, just few statements are quoted. But then how cleverly or how, you know, all these five aspects are also shown here in this quote. That's how... <coughs> So, Devutas are said to have these five characteristics and we find that in the Vedas, Ityasa, Purana, we, all these are mentioned. Not only that, but when people also talk about these Devutas, they talk of them as though they are entities possessing characteristics like hands and legs and weapons and Yama also can get displeased and other Devi also can be pleased. <coughs> Therefore, the Siddhanta said, Mantra-artha-vada ityasa-purana-loke-bhyaha. So, mantra is also quoted, ityasa-purana-loke, all of these are quoted, and the five aspects are also mentioned. And so, devadinam vigraha-vatvat, so devatad anadarsa vigraha, and all other aspects also. Therefore, I am adoshaha. Therefore, your argument that devatas do not have a body, that fault is not in this particular case. <coughs> this is the argument part of Siddhanti. Then says, Ratnabra, Mana Abhavat, Eta Nastiti Dushayati. Mana Abhavat. There is no Pramanam. For establishing what you say, there is no Pramanam. There is no valid proof or valid evidence. And therefore, your contention, the Purupakshi says to Siddhanti, your contention that the Devutas, the body, etc. is not right because there is no proving evidence. Naityadina. <coughs> so Bhasha says, Naiti Uchyade. Says, no, we don't accept it. Then the statement is explained here. Naitavata. Loko nama kinchita swatantram pramanamasti. So one by one he dismisses. Mantra, Athavada, Ityasa, Purana, Loka, these five are quoted as the evidence to show that Devatas have personalities. This is Loko nama kinchit pramana swatantram pramana, Loka. It's common experience, you know. 
This common experience cannot be cited as a valid evidence. <coughs> Why this so? He explains. Pratyakshadibhya eva hi avicharita visheshebhya pramanebhya prasidhyan artha lokat prasidhyate iti ucchate So, Pratyakshadibhya, how do people talk about things? That sun is, uh, you know, uh, sun is such and such, that he has this kind of, uh, uh, how many hands does he have, or how many, he has a chariot, and then he has all these horses, and then he has this kind of an appearance. <coughs> how do people say that? So, Nitavad loko nama, this common experience cannot be cited as the evidence because pratyakshadibhyevahi avicharada visheshebhya. So people do not in fact subject to scrutiny. So people commonly do not subject to careful scrutiny. Pratyaksha. So whatever they see, they just take for granted very. Or whatever they hear, for example, they just accept it as true. They do not subject, therefore, whatever Purana says and whatever Ityasa says and what he says, or people adopt it in their life and then it gains a designation common experience. <coughs> so, without subjecting to careful scrutiny, people have a habit of taking for granted whatever they see or whatever they hear without really probing into what is the nature of what they see. Or what, what, what means, you know, what's, what is meant by what they hear without subjecting these things to the scrutiny. This is take for granted. So, avicharita visheshebhya pramanebhya. So, devadi pramana. Pratyaksha perception is pramana. For them, purana also is pramana. Ityas also is purana. Okay. Sometimes anything that in Sanskrit is purana, is pramana, you know. So, that's all things in India. Everybody will quote something, you know. So if you quote Sanskrit, then it becomes uh, authentic. Without subjecting those things to careful scrutiny. <coughs> so pramane, so therefore, something gains prasiddhi, something gains currency. And then it just gains currency, that's all. People will just follow loka, so gatanogatiko loka. They just follow what somebody else does, that's all. So when the few people start, that is how these uh, Christian priests, you know, what they do is this have a huge, this stage a huge, uh, you know, assembly. On the stage then, this priest will come inside, he heals, Jesus Christ heals. And then they'll invite some people from the audience. Somebody comes like that, you know, and then he does whatever, he becomes alright. So two, three, four fellows are shown and become alright. Other people see, they say, oh, this fellow heals. <coughs> so pratyakshadibhya pramanibhya. They see something. But do not subject to careful scrutiny what they see. Whether this has been previously staged, or this is genuine or not, they just take it for granted and then it spreads like wildfire. And this fellow in no time becomes a great, uh, you know, hero in the whole universe. 
in the, at least in countries like India. It may take few years before they find out, you know, what kind of things these fellows did. And then they will also publish for 15 days, you know, all the this, this scandals. But until then, until then he becomes hero. So, the Purupakshi says, Nahitavad loko nama kinchis swatantram pramanamasti. Common experience cannot be accepted as a valid evidence. Because prasidyan, in people, things gain currency. <coughs> on, on, based on what they have seen, what they have heard, what they have read. But then, they are not subjected that is close scrutiny. And thus having taken for granted. So prasidyan artha lokat prasidyati iti uchare. So what is meant by loka prasidyati is this. Loka prasiddhi is people are common, common experiences, nothing but something taken for granted. And so, that has not been subjected to close scrutiny. So we cannot take what people say as the authentic evidence. But then, in case of devatas, even this also is not there. So, says Vashya, Nachatra Pratyakshadinam Anyatamam Pramanamaste. At least in case, how do people talk about Purandara, etc., we don't know. He says, in this particular case, even Pratyaksha perception also is not there. In some cases, people see or they hear and then they take it for granted. In case of Devutas, there is no perception. Devutas cannot become the object of a perception of sense organs. <coughs> Nobody has seen Indra. Nobody has heard Indra talking. Nobody has gone to heaven and come back. So, Nachatra, in this particular case, means what? Vigrahadavityartaha. In case of whether Devutas have a body, and Devutas really get pleased, and Devutas grant the result as, as individual entities, Devutas do get pleased, and Devutas grant the result, that we accept. So, Avisham Bhoga is there, Aishwarya is there, Prasannata is there, Phalapradhanam is there. We accept. Vigra is only problem. <coughs> of the five aspects of Devatas, the Purupakshi has no difficulty in accepting the rest of the four. His problem is in Vigraha. <coughs> so, Vigraha Deshu, in case of Vigraha and others, you know, Vigraha Daurada. So, in Vigraha, etc., there is no So, Nasatra Pratyakshadinam Anyatamam Pramanamasti. There is no pramanam such as protection of Anumana, etc. These pramanas are not there. So the argument was tari pratyakshadi prasiddhitaha loka prasiddhaya indamehidaha. First of all, he said loka prasiddhi is not an evidence because it's all based on protection others. All right. So then pratyakshadi prasiddhitaha because it is evident, therefore we accept it as pramanam. Then he said, so. <coughs> Pratyakshadana also is replied. Astutarhi tanmula loka prasiddhi. Let us say that people take things for granted because of scenes. Says no. Nachatra pratyakshadinam anyatamam pramanamasti. In case of vigraha of the devadas, nobody has seen, nobody has seen that. Tari loka prasiddhi ityahasa puranam mulam. All right. Let us say that people believe what they believe. Based on Ityasa and Purana. 
So because Mahabharata says, because Ramayana describes, because Puranas describe devatas having their entities, having personalities, having described description of the bodies, having different weapons. Let us say that. So meaning the loka prasiddhi means the common view of the people. So either you can say that they know it. No, no, they know it only from perception, etc. How else do I? Oh, let then perception become the pramana. No, but there is no perception in case of vigra. Nobody has seen devatas doing all these things. So, pratyaksha, etc. cannot be pramana. All right. Then people know it from ityasa purana. So, then Bhashyakara says, ityasa purana mapi paurusheyatvat pramanaantar mulam Akankshade Itihasa Puranam api The Itihasa history and Purana is mythology Purushetvat So they are all there on part of Smruti Shruti and Smruti So Purana also can be included in Smruti So Smrutis are those which are composed by the sages Therefore Smrutis definitely are the products of human mind So Purushetvat What do you call Itihasa? Purana, all the Paurushaya, they are the creations of the human mind. Pramanantar mulamakangshadi. So now when can you write something? Only when you know it from some other source. So Ityasa Purana cannot be cited as independent Pramana or evidence because they themselves draw their material from another source. Therefore, Pramanantara mulam akangshade. Ityasa or Purana becomes Pramanam. Smruti becomes Pramanam only if it has its source in the Shruti. So Smruti can be accepted as Pramanam because it is based on Shruti. That's what he said that if the Smruti contradicts the Shruti then we do not look upon Smruti as Pramanam. Tasyan mulam tadeva loka prasiddhe mulam idichet. Astutarhi nirmulam. So, loka prasiddhe mulam, so paurushe giram, mula bhave pramani asiddhe. <coughs> anyway, paurushe giram, mula bhave, alright. But when these great people write something, they write based on, uh, you know, Vedas anyway, so that also accepted as pramana. Nichitasen mulam, tadeva loka prasiddhe mulam, tan mulataya, sambhavit arthavad mantranam, nirasishimanatvad. Alright. Suppose you say that, so loka prasiddhi, what people say is right, because what they say is based on Ityasa Purana. Ityasa Purana is right, because what they say is based on Vedas. What, what aspect of Veda? So Vedas means what? Mantra and Arthavada. This is what Veda is. So therefore, provided Mantra and Arthavada can be accepted as Pramanam for Devatas, then alone Ityasa Purana will become Pramanam, then loka prasiddhi will become pramana. You see? So what we know, we know from Purana and Ityasa, etc. Purana and Ityasa are also composed by great other sages and they draw their basis in Vedas. Vedas means mantra and arthavada. So, tan mulataya sambhavida arthavada mantranam nirasishyamanatvat but here we will show that Arthavada and Mantra also are not Pramanam for establishing Vigraha of the Devatas, you see. 
Mantra is not pramanam, not pramanam for them. The only pramanam they have is vidhi. That's all. That's the only pramanam. As far as Mimamsakas are concerned, what is pramanam? Vidhi vakya. Others are all supporting mantra, mantra, nothing that they, as far as they are concerned, mantras have a value because they are a part of the vidhi. Arthavad, anything in the, in the Veda has value, only if it supports directly or indirectly, supports a vidhi statement, an injunction, then alone it becomes valuable, not otherwise. Therefore, meaning that other than vidhi, there is no independent pramanam. In Veda also, mantras, Arthavada, they do not become independent pramanam, they become pramanam only if they are associated with vidhi, that's all. So therefore next, he dismisses the mantra and arthavada as this Svatantra Pramana. <coughs> Says Vashyagara, Arthavada ape vidhina ekvakyatva stutyarthasantah naparthagarthena devadina Vigrahadi Sadbhave Karanabhavam Pratipadyante Arthavada Sah Arodit, for example, is Arthavada. That the Rudra web, other one is what? Prajapati, Atmana, Vapam, Udakhid, Udakhid, that Prajapati took away the, the flesh from his own body. Is also a statement. Meaning that he is displeased with something. That's the idea there. <coughs> then all these kind of statements are Arthavada. So Arthavada api vidhina ekvakyatvat. Arthavada or a corroborative statement, it corroborates a vidhi. In as much as Arthavada does not have Svatantra Pramanyam, they are, they become Pramana only because they are corroborating a vidhi. So vidhina ekvakyatvat. Because they do not say anything separate from what a Vedi says. They were Arthavada meaning praise, stuti or ninda. So Arthavada means statement of stuti, for example, for appraising what is it that you want to prescribe. Or a statement of censure or, or condemnation, condemning what it is that you want to prohibit. <coughs> so Arthavada api vidina ekvakyatvat. They also have ekvakyata only with vidhi. They have stutyarthaha santaha. They have meant as stuti, as, as extolling, as praising, or as condemning. Na parthak arthena devadina vigrahadi sadbhave karnabhavam pratipadyande. Suppose there is a statement like sa arodit, that Rudra wept. This statement appears to indicate that Rudra must be an, an, an entity, must be an individual, an individual devata who must have a personality so he can weep, you know. So thus, this Arthavada statement or a Prajapati pulled out the, the fat from his own uh, thigh, let us say. That also seems to show that Prajapati is a body and Prajapati is an individual entity, devata. These Arthavada statements appear to show that the Devutas are Vigraha. But no, we do not have to take Arthavada, this Arthavada as in this description should not be taken literally. What the Arthavada says when it praises something, 
when it condemns something, don't take it literally. So when the Maha, Ramayana may say that the, in the army of Lord Rama, there were crows and crows and crows, you know, of monkeys. Where are you going to get those things? <laughs> so, so that is how we don't take things literally. And such many such descriptions are there. For example, King Janaka, you know, gave thousand cows to every Brahmana, you know. <laughs> there were crores of Brahmana. Each one of got so many cows. Each cow also was decked with gold. So the whole earth may not have that kind of cow, number of cows and so much gold, you know. So therefore, these are all statements which are to be taken, you know, in the sense of what is it? They want to praise King Janaka. And how generous he was. How pleased he was with his wedding, and how generous he was. When Lord Krishna was born, the the, the, the dhanam that the Nanda Baba gave is, uh, you know, is out of this world. So, so much wealth was given to Brahmana, so much that Brahmanas could not carry, so it all fell down on the, you know, on the, on the earth. So, by the time then, that means the whole earth was just covered with Lakshmi. Because Lakshmi Devi did not like that Lord Krishna steps, you know, walks on bare feet on earth. Because Lakshmi ji knows that when Lord goes on the earth, as an incarnation, he walks bare feet like Rama Krishna. So earth is another wife <coughs> of, uh, of Lord Narayana. So she gets the privilege <coughs> of being, you know, the Charanasparsha of the Lord all the time, which Lakshmi ji also does not get. And so therefore what Lakshmi ji does is that when Nanda Bhava is just, just distributing the wealth, that time, lot all extra, lot of extra, ex, excess, you know, money, etc., and gold and whatever is all left on the ground. The whole ground gets covered by Lakshmi. So now Lord is walking on Lakshmi. <coughs> it's wonderful. But don't uh, take these things literally. That's the whole idea is that, you know. How many cows are there? Crores of gopis are described to be there, you know. <coughs> so where are you going to get those things? <coughs> So, Arthavada statements should not be taken literally. That's why Vedantins will dismiss everything as Arthavada, you know. Even Ajayam will also. They are saying Narayana, 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 three times he went to, you know. He said, don't, don't, bank upon this. Don't think that just by repeating Narayana at the time of death that he will, you know, liberate, etc. They don't, Bhaktas don't accept it, by the way. They say, don't. And so, uh, uh, what is it? There is a statement which says, don't take these as Arthavada, take them as literally. <laughs> anyway, but then as I say, these people, the Mimam Saka say, do not take Arthavada literally. Vidhina ek Because they are meant to support the Vidhi. <coughs> they are meant to tell you something else. They are meant to encourage you to do something or encourage you to stay away from something, desist from something. <coughs> Discouraging you from doing something or encouraging to encouraging you to do something. Therefore, they do not have separate pramanyam. Devadhyanam vigrahadi sadbhave karanabhavam pradipadyante. So saharodit cannot have an independent pramanyam. They have pramanyam only in as much as they praise or they condemn something. So that statement has pramanyam in terms of giving dakshina as gold, that's all. Because Rudra web, when this fellow gave, Ajajamana gave the silver dakshina, 
That means that you should be goalless Dakshin. That's all. Nothing more than that. That statement has no validity other than this. <coughs> Therefore, this is an injunction that you must give Hiranya as Dakshina. So this Saharodit has only that much value, no more than that. Don't take other aspects literally. When we tell you story of tenth man, then the only thing is that he is praptasya prapti, nothing, you know. So where, when this happened, you know, where did this happen, how many, you know, which river was there, <laughs> etc. So therefore, as I said the other day, somebody asked me a question, Swamiji, last time you told this story, you said that a brahmachari came and taught this. Now, today you are saying that an old man came. So which one is right, you know? So then, so which aspect to take? Therefore, don't take everything very seriously. So, Arthavada also are not to be taken literally. They are to be taken in as much as they are supporting the Vidhi. That's all. So, na devadhyanam vigrahadi sadbhave karanabhavam pratipadyante. So, Arthavada does not become the source. If you say that Ityasa Puranada based on the Veda, which part of Veda? Veda means Arthavada. The Arthavada are not independent Pramana. So, Ityasa and Purana are based on description of Arthavada. So, then there will be a big story as to how Rudra wept. Now, there will be so many chapters in a Purana, you know, describing how Rudra, how Rudra wept. Or how Prajapati actually pulled this fat from his body. Long stories may be there, based on this statement. So, in Kyanopani, there is a story, you know, that Yaksha appears and Indra goes, I mean, you know, Agni goes there, Vayu goes there. Story is meant for what? Na tatra chakshur gachati, na vag gachati, na manaha. That's what, so it is in fact to explain that statement. That vayu stands, you know, agni stands for all the organs of action. Vayu stands for all the organs of perception. Indra stands for antahkarana. And so organs of perception do not have reached there. Organs of action also cannot grasp. Even mind also cannot visualize. That's it. You enjoy the story, all right. But don't take that this thing happened. When did this happen? Now, you Purana may have a whole long description about this thing. Wonderful description. Which is based on this story. Which is Arsavada. And therefore, what is... So, if Ityasa... So, then Loka Prasiddhi has its source in Ityasa Purana. Ityasa Purana has its source in this Arsavada. Arsavada is not Svatantam Pramanam. Therefore, Ityasa Purana doesn't become Svatantam Pramanam. So, Loka Prasiddhi also is not Svadanda Pramana. <coughs> That's why the Apaure Shayanam or Savadam, the Loka Prasiddhi Mulatvam. At least you will accept that Veda is not Paurusha, he says, yes. Then Arthavada is not Paurusha, he says, yes. Then let's say Ityasa Purana based on Arthavada. But then that's why Mimam Saka says that even though Arthavada is Apaurusha, it is not a Svatantra Pramanam. <coughs> Svartha Pramanam is not there. Parartha Pramanam. Arthavada is Pramana, all right, in as much as it is Ekavakyata with Vidhi, in that sense it becomes Pramana. <coughs> Mantranam Tari, Stutyarthadvahava, that is mantras don't, are not Stuti. Mantras are not Arthavada. So Mantranam Tari, Stutyarthadvahavat. So mantra is not Stuti and Ninda and therefore, <coughs> Tan Mooladayati. Then why not say Ityasa Purana? Or Loka Prasiddhi has its source in mantras. <coughs> so to that, here uh, Bhashya says, Mantra ape Shrutyadeviniyuktaha Prayoga samavainaha 
Mantras, as far as they are concerned, mantras have no value other than that they utilize in, 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 a, in, a, in a ritual, that's all. You give a lot of importance to mantras, you know, and try to understand mantras and how they are revealing Vedanta and how they are revealing science and secrets. They say mantra is how much value it is. They are concerned, Purusukta, how much value it is? Because it is part of a ritual, that's all. So mantras have their pramanyam. Again, because they are a part of ritual. <coughs> so mantra api shrutyadi vinyuktaha. So that is how they study the whole Vedas and determine which mantra is to be used when in which ritual. So in some stages, straight away say that recite this mantra, Shruti. Sometimes linger, sometimes only indirectly, by evidence, you know, but not directly. So this Shruti, lingers, these are all the different uh, characteristics by which you determine what is, where this particular, what this meaning of this passage is. So determining purport of the passage, Mimam Sakasa developed this sixfold, you know, not this Upakram Upasamara, but Shruti, Linga, Sthanam, you know, and then what is Prakaranam, and then and Vakya, and then uh, Akya, uh, Samakya. So these six things are said to be the uh, Pramanam, or the evidences to determine what is the purport of a given passage. <coughs> so Shrutyadi means all of those things, you know. Meaning that which mantra is used where? Now sometimes they may not directly say that while you perform the ritual, recite these mantras. They may not directly say that. But then you would find out that this is a context here. This one prakrana is there and this ritual is there, the mantra is there, so this mantra has to use this ritual. Or a vakya may be there. Or some explanation definition may be there. You know? Or some evidence may be there. So from that they determine the application of mantras in different rituals. So mantras have value in as much as the application in performance of rituals. That's the only value they have. Don't take meaning of mantra. That's not important. See, what mantra says is not that important. What is important is where it is employed. That is employed in rituals. Then mantra becomes valuable. So, mantra abhi shrutyadi vinyuktaha. So, by shruti, by evidence of shruti, linga, etc., that they are actually vinyuktaha, they are employed, they are used for performing in performing rituals. Prayoga samavayanaha. So prayoga means a ritual here. So prayoga samavayanaha, they become associated with the ritual. <coughs> Abhidhanartaha. So mantras merely are telling us why they are to be used in a particular prayoga or ritual. Nakasid arthasya pramana miti anchakshate. Vimamsakas themselves say that Nakasid arthasya pramanam. Just because mantra has a certain meaning, that doesn't mean it is pramanam. But only important mantra is that it is used for performing a ritual. Says Ratna Prabhu, Vrihya devat prayoga vidhi gruhitaha mantraha. Prayoga vidhi. Now there is vidhi. That now may you offer ajam, may you offer vrihi, for example. So then you are performing a certain ritual where there is enjoyment that may you offer rice paddy. 
We offer this yava, barley. We offer ajyam, ghee. So that's, that's the vidhi. So in performing the ritual, this is the material you are supposed to offer. And so just as a vrihi, yava, all of these, how much, how do they become important? Because they are utilized or they, the, the, the Veda says that, Veda enjoins that you must use this particular substance as an offering. <coughs> That's how Vrihi becomes, finds a part in Veda, you know. Rice, you know, rice paddy finds a place in Veda because it is a material to be offered to devatas in the, in the fire. Or Ajyam, ghee for example, or whatever, milk, payasam, soma, yava, all of these are, they, you find, just because you find yava in Veda doesn't mean that yava becomes pramana or something like that. Just every Veda, word of the Veda is pramana all right. But just because there is a vrihi, so what pramanya will you give to vrihi? That substance is, so only pramanyam is that vrihi is part of a ritual, that's all. No more than that. No other meaning is to be assigned to that. No, no, Veda says Vrihi. So then they will investigate scientific this, that, that. Forget it, you know. Only importance that word has is that it is a material to be used for performance of ritual. That's all. As far as the fellows know the business, so then, so, oh, Vrihi means the historically. But the, that, that time, the rice paddy was there and then the barley was there and then, so wheat was not there, this was not there. That's your business, you know. But as far as we are concerned, the only value they have <coughs> is that they are a part of ritual. So mantra also. <coughs> so vrihyadi, prayoga vidhi. So prayoga means what? How to perform a ritual. And vidhi is what? They enjoin how to perform the ritual. So perform this ritual, you know. So jodhishtama ritual, let us say. Swarga jodhishtama yajeta, let us say. That means you perform jodhishtama then. While describing Jyotishtama, they will describe different steps and do this and don't do this, etc. Then become Prayogavidhi. So in Prayogavidhi then, say, offer barley and offer rice and offer this and whatever. So that's how the rice, barley, etc. gain their place. <coughs> so also they say that, while making his offering, chant his mantra. So mantra has no more role than this Vri, by the way, you know. So just as you are supposed to offer rice or you are supposed to offer barley or supposed to offer payasam, similarly also you are supposed to chant that mantra, that's all. So chanting mantra is only enjoined by way of performance of ritual. <coughs> and so vidhi prayoga gruhita. So mantras also find the role. The only... The, in the Vedas you find mantras. So what is the importance of mantras? What's the value of mantras? Inasmuch as they have a role to play in performance of a ritual. As far as Mimamsakas are concerned, karma is a means, that's all. Amnayasya kriyasatvat anarsakyam atadarthanam. That statement is meant to describe all this stuff, you know. Amnayasya kriyasatvat, the Vedas are meant only for kriya. The purpose of Veda is to enjoin action. Not only enjoin, to in fact prompt you, to make you perform the action. Vedas are meant to make a human being perform action. Rituals, that to Vedic rituals. Amnaya sa kriyar sattvat. 
anarthakyam atadarthanam. Any statements or any passages or any word which does not directly relate to Kriya has no artha, no independent artha, no swarthi pramanyam. So wherever there are statements which enjoy in Kriya, they have the independent pramanyam. And every other passage or whatever has no independent pramanyam. They gain pramanyam only because they are connected to the ritual, to that vidhi. <coughs> so as far as Mimamsakas are concerned, all this Samhita business has no pramanyam other than, then they will find, they will determine all the mantras of Samhita, where are they to be used. That's why Vashrikara starts the argument of Ishavasya Upanishad. Look, the mantra of Ishavasya Upanishad, we do not find application anywhere. In no ritual do we find application of Isha. Thank God. Suppose they said it, then that the argument would not apply. But then we do not find the use of this mantra being of Ishavasyam in performs of any ritual. Therefore they are not part of ritual. And of course they talk about Atma, that is also not part of ritual and so forth. <coughs> That's how, first of all, because Ishavasya Upanishad happens to be in Samhita. That's the mantra portion. And so mantras only have validity in as much as they are part of ritual. So Vimamsikas is mantra, is all ritual. No independent pramana. They don't look upon Upanishad also as independent pramana. Generally Arthavada. In case of Ishavasya is mantra, to be used in the ritual. In other cases, Tattva, Masiham, Brahmasmi is all Arthavada. <coughs> so they have their own way of classification. But Anarthakyam Atadarthanam. Any statement or passage that does not directly talk about ritual or karma has no pramanyam, no swarthi pramanyam, becomes pararthi pramanyam. Of course, every word of Veda is pramanam by way of supporting the vidhi or nishida. <coughs> so says uh, Ratna Prabha, vrihyadivat prayoga vidhi grihitaha mantraha. So mantra also are only accepted by way of the vidhi that is employed, that is required, vidhi that is a part of this ritual. Prayoga sambadda abhidhanarthaha. Therefore, mantras only tell you, they are only related to prayoga, related to an application in the ritual. Na agnyata vigrahadi paraha. So, what is pramanam? Agnyata Jnapakam Pramanam. Pramanam is Pramakaranam Pramanam. So that which is a means of knowledge. Or Agnyata Jnapakam Pramanam. That which makes you know what is otherwise unknown. So eyes make you know the color and the form which are otherwise unknown by any other means of knowledge. Though nobody else in the world can actually reveal color and form other than eyes. So Agnyata Jnapakam. It is also pramakaranam, so that which gives you valid knowledge of the color and form and also tells you what you otherwise do not know. So that is called pramanam. Mantras are not pramanam. Na agnyada jnapakaha mantraha. Mantras do not tell you what is unknown otherwise because mantras have only value in as much as they are part of the application, the ritual. Idi achakshade vimamsaka achakshade ityartha. So, nakasrid arthasya pramanam iti asakshade. That is what this who says? Mimamsaka say that. And Mimamsaka are authorities as far as interpreting the Vedas are concerned. 
सो वृष्यादिवत कर्मणे श्रुतिलिंगादि विनियुक्तानाम तेषां दृष्टदारोपकार स्थिति अदृष्ट कल्पना अयोगात सो ऑलवेज वेर एवर दृष्ट और वेर एवर एनी वेन एवर एनी स्टेटमेंट कैन बी इंटरप्रिटेड इन अ स्ट्रेट फॉरवर्ड मैनर यू शुड नॉट गो फॉर ऑल कॉम्प्लिकेटेड और डिस्टॉर्डेड और यू नो मीनिंग टेंजेंशियल मीनिंग्स वेन एवर एनीथिंग कैन बी डन विद नोन मीन्स अप्लाय दैट somebody is sick take him to doctor that's all don't start sending mantras and meditation and stuff like that that, that you know that you can apply later on so this is the rule drushta dwara upakare sati where mantras also can be understood in a drushta dwara means in a in, in an evident manner that look these mantras are only part of the ritual and this is the prayoga vidhi is there so this prayoga vidhi tells you that this mantra is to be employed at this stage in a particular ritual so that then do not follow do not apply adrushta kalpana ayoga then you should not do adrushta kalpana cannot should not imagine something that is unknown to you or not evident to you so where one evident means is applicable this is what we should go for where logic is applicable go for that where scientific evidence applicable go for that do not go for unknown things don't go to jyotishi for something that you can decide yourself so when logic tells you that this is where the train comes at this time do not need not go to astrologer that when will the train come you know but the time table tells you that need not go to astrologer for that purpose you know people do all kinds of things you know but wherever direct evidence is there then you should not take an means which is indirect where direct thing is not available then you go for indirect things so you cannot decide with your own logic then you go to an astrologer so this is here also if the mantras cannot be interpreted in a different way then you can use your own kalpana but the mantras are it is very clear that karmani sudilingadi vinuktanam tesham dus upakara so mantras are upakarakaha mantras are helpful for what mantras are directly helpful for performing rituals then do not seek their help in imagining that they talk about vigraha so have one one interpretation of mantra what's the interpretation that they are useful in performing the ritual don't go for other interpretation oh this means that rudra was a person rudra wept no 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 this only means that you do not give dakshina of silver any dakshina of gold that's all so drusht dwar upakara mantras application of usefulness when it is evident do not go for a kalpana or imagination which is uh, not warranted <coughs> artha paratvasya shabdanam autsargikatvad that every word comes with its own meaning prayoga samveda artha smuta vayo tatparyam never as far as mantras are concerned only tatpari the purport they have is in application chanting wherever the application is and you do not take other artha so whether you should take literal meaning of mantra or you should take only the meaning that the mantra is to be used for this particular ritual vidhi says that use this mantra for this ritual that's only meaning mantra is and not other literal meaning so do not interpret mantra and come to the conclusion that indra has this kind of form etc 
this mantra says vajrastha purandra and of course rastavada but then so this mantra says whatever it does apply it in that ritual nadnyada devata vigrahadavi tatparyam so mantras do not tatparya in telling you that devata had sudden vigrah tatparya bhede vakya bhedat because mantra is interpreted both ways one interpretation is the mantra is to be employed in this ritual here second interpretation is that mantra means that you know this devata had this vigrah then one mantra is to interpretation that's called vakya bheda then mantra does not become pramanam so simple interpretation of the meaning of mantra is that doesn't matter what mantra says it means all in that matters is where it is to be utilized <coughs> so people who think you need not know the meaning of the vedas at all just do what they say meanings are not important then later on he says that no you should know what you are reciting and then uh, you know and then perform the ritual mantva mantra adikaran mukti arthe pramanayati mantra adikaranam so this is what mimamsa ka do determine the in the uh, in the uh, mimamsa sutras in the mantra adikaranam as to what is the role of mantra the role of mantra is that it is part of ritual and nothing more than that <coughs> विग्रहादि पंचके मानभावे फलितमाह एंड सो दैरफॉर भाष्यकार से लास्ट सेंटेंस तस्मादस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्यस्